What is up, fam? Yo, it's yours truly, Nathaniel Jefferson, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Journey Podcast. It's been a long time in the making, but the Lord has been tremendously, when I mean tremendously, I mean tremendously faithful. I am with my brother from another mother, my boy, Steph Harden. What up, bro? Hey, what's going on, man? Stephon Harden in the building, man. How y'all doing, man? It's good to just able to be with the myth, the man, the legend, the servant, the student, the scholar. Listen, it, listen, he might get he might get taller too. Y'all might know that. So it's a privilege to be with my brother Nathaniel Jefferson to talk about so much of what the Lord has going to be doing and doing through us. Yo, Steph, man, I really appreciate that, bro. Your words are life to me. I really honor you, brother. Listen to all you guys who are listening to us. Um, you know, this this podcast is really to serve as somewhat of a guide, um, an inspiration of hope, something to give you the boost and the motivation that you need to know that God is who he says he is. Mm-hmm. Um, on this podcast, we're going to be teaching about or talking about the importance of journeying with God. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is our introduction. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping that you guys find value in it and that y'all learn something that y'all can take away and apply it to your own life. But here's the three things that we're going to be talking about on this podcast. Three F's I call them, right? Faith, family, and finances. How do we journey with God through all of those three? Faith, family, and finances. Yo, it is on. Let's go. Welcome back to the Journey Podcast. Steph, man, again, it, it is a privilege, my brother, to be with you, man, and to to serve the people of God with you on this podcast, man. Um, I think it would be imperative for us to kind of help the people understand what brought us to this point here and what what's the revelation that God gave me True. behind mm-hmm. this assignment with starting this podcast and naming it. Mm-hmm. Um the Journey Podcast. How you feel about it? Hey, man, listen. I, I couldn't come up with this idea, right? <laughs> I mean, to say this for Sometimes you got to just understand how God has unique abilities for people. Mm-hmm. And for this man, Daniel Jefferson, to come up with the journey, as you can see, Old Testament, New Testament, it's just been a journey for a lot of individuals. Mm-hmm. So it's huge. It's huge that we got to understand through the journey how much beautiful it is with God, despite how it may be seeming to be with God sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, No, nah, for sure, man. And I think I can just give you guys a brief, you know, you know, introduction to my story. Um, yeah, I think it all started about five years ago. Um, I was literally watching a Netflix series <laughs> laying <laughs> on my bed. Like, yeah. And I'm watching this Netflix series and during the Netflix series, there is a scene where a group of people 
was treated unjustly. Mm-hmm. And I said out loud as I'm watching this, Lord, how can you allow this to happen? Wow. And as I said that, tears started coming down my face. Mm-hmm. And I can I can hear the voice echoing to me even right now as I'm speaking. Mm-hmm. I heard a voice of the Lord tell me, not audibly, but I heard him speaking to my heart. Mm-hmm. He was like, son, are you mad at me? Mm-hmm. He asked me that, those, that, that question. Son, mm-hmm. are you mad at me? And I said, yes, I am. And I started weeping. Mm-hmm uncontrollably right there watching the Netflix series. God will talk to you in the most strangest, weirdest ways. And uh, you just have to have an ear to listen. Mm -hmm. So what he told me after that, he said, son, I want to take you into the broken places of your heart and soul. Mm -hmm. He said, I want to journey with you to heal you and to set you free. Mm Hence why we have the journey. And from that moment, Steph, the Lord started to show areas of my life where I thought I didn't see him, where I could not trace him. From there, Steph, the Lord started to show me areas in my heart that was off limit from him and due to it being off limit from him it was broken i will i was broken in areas of my heart and soul that i didn't even know listen for so many years i struggled i went through the motions of church i i prophesied i preached and i prayed, but I didn't see the breakthrough that I thought that I wanted to see. Mm-hmm. It's because God was off limit. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's almost like I knew God, right? Cognitively. Mm-hmm. But I didn't enjoy, embrace his principle. Mm-hmm. There's a complete difference. Complete difference. Complete. I can, yo, listen. Ahead, we man. all can know something cognitively. We can know it in our heads. Wow. But if our hearts doesn't embrace it, Sheesh. Mm-hmm. we don't really know it. Yeah, we don't. And I knew of God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yo, I'm telling you, yeah. I knew of God. I knew how to quote scriptures, mm-hmm. but I didn't embrace it. Mm-hmm. And Therefore, hmm. I was broken. Yeah. Hmm. Bro, I'm telling you, Steph, like, I was broken. It was so many things that I experienced up until that point that I never really dealt with. And it started to rear its ugly head because I did not give it to God. Mm-hmm. I didn't allow myself to journey with him through those avenues. I didn't allow myself to journey with him through that that those trials and those tribulations. I didn't allow myself to journey with him down those roads and down those streets because I thought I knew him. And by me knowing him, I thought I embraced him. 
but I did it. And from that moment, yo, he started to say, I want to journey with you to the broken places of your heart and soul. He started to point out areas of my life that I felt abandoned and I felt rejected and I felt like less than who I was. I felt inadequate. And he started to show me my worth. He started to give me dignity. He started to pour into me the things that was needed and necessary in order for me to be who he has called and created me to be. Mm -hmm. When I allow myself to be freely open to him oh. without boundaries and without limits. Mm -hmm. And bro, from that point, I will be waking up four in the morning, weeping and journaling and journeying with the Lord as he began to heal me and set me free from my own brokenness. And I know that I know this so many women and men that are out there that feel like they know God. But there might be some of you who may know God, but they haven't fully embraced God. Mm -hmm. They haven't been journeying with him. Mm -hmm. and therefore, they're going through repetitive cycles of brokenness and shame and condemnation. Mm -hmm. That if they just allow God in, they wouldn't have, have they wouldn't have to go through it. That's true. That's true. I'm gonna stop right there. What What are your thoughts? So, for like instance, like you just talk about brokenness and God really emphasizing on your brokenness. The scripture goes on to tell us a broken spirit. A broken spirit and a contrite heart, God will not despise. God is attracted to brokenness. Wow. God is attracted to your brokenness. Mm -hmm. It's more than just having information about God. Wow. But it's more of letting go and letting God flow. Mm. It's more of really saying, Lord, I'm going to not just drop the mic. I'm going to drop everything that I may have thought that was you and let it go in the lagoon. Mm -hmm. I'm going to let it go right in this stinky place, right? Because, you know, I'll, I'll tell my instance, like, before, I was an atheist at one point. It was between the times of high school, between freshman, sophomore, and junior year. I was much an atheist at one time. I believe God, but... I just never think I can really experience God. Mm -hmm. I think the hardest thing for a person, especially me, even being many times, you're very logical, right? You're huge about numbers, stats. You're huge about dissecting things, mm -hmm. deciphering things. And all those things are great. Those are things that God gives us. But just like I heard like yesterday from a, another preacher, he says sometimes we could trust more into our intellect rather the intercessor. Wow. Talk we trust that. more into the intellect more than the intercessor. So many times I was doing that. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be so smart because I was mostly oppressed because my IQ was low. I used to have 
in an eighth grade, have a sixth grade reading level, mm -hmm. right? High school, still reading like I'm in middle school in a sophomore class, mm -hmm. right? Being taken out individually and being impressed by not only just facial, you know, and, you know, physical features, but also my intellect. So I wanted to be so smart. When I get to college, my grades were good. I can, you know, have some articulation. Mm -hmm. I can have some vocabulary, mm -hmm. especially more coming to God now. My vocabulary has expanded. Thank the Lord Jesus for that. But through this journey, I'm realizing how much more you have to let go of your intellect and cling on to God's word. Wow. Right? Yeah. Right. So it's crazy what Nate is saying. Like the hugest thing God's been speaking to my life ever since I've been coming to God is letting it go. Let Woo! Wait. <laughs> oh, oh, let's hear it, right? Now, yo, bro, that sounds like such an easy thing. It's, oh, letting it go. Oh, letting it go. But it's not easy as the way we make it seem, though, right? It's not that easy the way we make it seem, though. Like, you know, many messages, even I've been hearing, I've been going to conferences, I've been having, like, you know, our own church services, Wednesday, Sunday, Saturday, well, every day we're coming to meet with God, even when I'm meeting with brothers, like we're doing right now, even when I'm hearing they speak, I'm just hearing, echoing, let it go, mm. let it go, just let it go, Wow. and at those instances, I'm asking God, what are you asking me to let go? Mm -hmm. Let go of your life. You've been holding on to your life. The scripture even tells it, right? Look, isn't this crazy, right? This is what the this is what Jesus Christ really says. He said, a person that tries to save their life will lose it. But who that loses their life, let go of their life for my sake and the gospel's sake shall find it. That's the only way you're gonna find the purpose. You gotta let it go. Wow. It's crazy. But yo, <laughs> go ahead now. Bro. Like, here's the crazy thing is, bro, so many years, so many years, go ahead, what I experienced mm -hmm. throughout life, throughout my childhood, mm -hmm. I held it in me. Mm -hmm. It was building mm -hmm. a foundation in my heart. Woo. It was like a steel. Man. Bro. Yeah. Like, it was deeply rooted within me and i thought me saying yes to god wow. was going to change everything yeah that i didn't have to do no work wow that i didn't have to actively and intentionally mm. let it go wow Woo. it's true mm -hmm. my god yes lord and because of that mm -hmm. because my 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 theology mm -hmm was kind of not all the way put together. Mm -hmm. I thought after I confessed Jesus as Lord, mm -hmm. that that was the end all and be all, but that's just a means unto himself. Yes, that's true. That there's an active work mm -hmm. that God is constantly trying to do in us through works and by means of the Holy Spirit. Yes. To sanctify us and make us into the image of his son. Yes, amen. 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 I didn't understand that at first. Yeah. So when I would start to go through the things that I was going through and question God, why did you allow this to happen to me? I'm like, you wasn't there. Yes, sir. Yes, so sir. Yes, sir. although I was raised in a Christian home, 
Although I was brought up with Christian values, I had atheist tendencies. Mm. Mm. is not talking to me. Wait, so here it is. Nobody's right? not talking to me. That, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. Isn't it funny that we can be in Christendom and we can be Christians coming to church and profess to be Christians, but we actually have the conduct of atheists, Man. we we are Christians. We claim to live like Christ, be a reflection of Christ. But guess what? Our faith is still in crisis. Ooh. Right, our faith is still in crisis because we're still walking as atheists. Oh my God! Right, isn't that crazy? We're still walking as atheists because we claim Christ, but we're still in crisis with our faith. Wow. And it's the wildest thing. I think that's the hugest thing that has happened to me. It's been the most rectifying thing. Like, if y'all don't even know my relationship with Nate, Nate came into my life when I came in the beginning of college. And this person, no matter what we were talking about, no matter theology, no matter what disagreement, no matter what it was, right? There was something that always had me go back to my house that had me like, do I really know? Do I really know you, God? Mm. Do I really know you? Mm. No, no, not that information, not hearing it from a preacher, not hearing from a pastor. Do I know you for myself? Mm. That when I see you by myself, which we're going to, am I going to able to say that, Lord, all that I have, I let go to you? Mm. Mm. All I, all I had, I let go. As you told me to let it go, I let it go. I didn't understand it. I was confused at times. And I'll tell y'all to be honest, right? This is the funny superstition I like to hear sometimes. Yeah. I told, I told this to one of my close friends. I said, many times people say, you know, that quote that scripture says, confusion is uh, not of God. That's, that's the devil. Disorders of the devil. Can we be honest though? Most of the time in our lives, even with God, and even be having a great experiences with God, that many times we're confused. But confused doesn't mean we're demonic and we're demons. Wow. It means we're human beings. Wow. Mm -hmm. Don't mean because you're confused right now what God's doing in your life and you don't know where God's taking you right now. You got all these skills or you're in a home that seems like it's so dysfunctional. You got a lot of crazy things going on with your sister, your brother, your cousin, your grandfather, your somebody in your life. Your confusion does not bring God into a place that he can't be using you. Wow. Right? You got to understand. He can still be using you. You because confused, yeah, right. Because you're confused doesn't mean you're a demon, makes you a human being. That's what God is attracted to. Man, yeah, me let it go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and God was attracted to my brokenness because He knew He was the only one that can heal me mm -hmm. and for the void inside of me that nobody else could fill. Mm -hmm. Amen. And it all started yes, with the process yes, of sir. me letting go. Yes, sir. But he, bro, and, and I wholeheartedly believe this that for me to let go, it had to bring me to a place of rest. Mm -hmm. I had to meet God in a place of rest mm -hmm. to know that I can fully rely on and depend on who He says He is. Mm -hmm. I, I just think in every believer's life, there come like a somewhat of a um, a crossroads when they can make certain decisions to fully depend on God or to depend on themselves. To rely on the consistent nature of God or to rely on their inconsistency. Oh, true. That's true. 
Hebrews, bro, listen. Hebrews 13 and 8 says that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Yes, yes. In other words, that means that he is immutable. Mm. Means that he does not change. For him to change (laughs) would make him a liar. And according to Numbers chapter 19, verse 21, God cannot lie. So here's the thing. I was so wrapped up and entangled with the things that I was experiencing, things that I was going through, mm-hmm. which was the lie and the trick of the enemy mm-hmm. to get me from open, to keep me from opening up to what God was trying to do within me. Mm-hmm. See, the enemy is settled, bro. That's true. He's conniving. True. The, the Bible says, done. the Bible says that he is the accuser of the brother. Mm-hmm. He's constantly throwing accusations at you. Mm-hmm. Not only is that, he's the wicked one. Mm-hmm. So he's trying to twist and turn and distort everything that God's trying to do within you. Mm-hmm. So how he's going to keep you from fully embracing God and God's truths and God's principles? To have you wrapped up in what's going in and through and around your life. That's true. That's so true. Trying to keep you preoccupied. And distracted by life's challenges and life's struggles. Mm -hmm. And that is the hurdle that all believers have to learn to overcome. Facts. That's just facts. It's just facts. And the way you overcome that, again, is letting go. And you let go in the place of rest. Welcome back to the Journey Podcast, where we journey with the Lord through family, faith, and finances. Yo, we left off with explaining the importance of letting go in the place of rest. That man, I think this conversation is so powerful and needed for so many people, man. It's so true. So true. And I think the huge scripture we got to pay attention to, I think it's in Psalms 46. It talks about David goes on to write, the psalmist begins to go on the right and say, be still, be still and know that I am God. Mm. You see how it says you can't know who God is unless you're still. So what does that stillness mean? Many people think it's just like, you know, find a place for a certain amount of hours and just not moving at all. That's really not totally true. If you do do that, that's totally fine. But God's talking about the stillness of your mind and wow. of your heart. Mm-hmm. Isn't it funny that Jesus Christ said that you can be worshiping him with your lips, but your hearts are far from him? Because guess what? Your heart is not still. Listen, listen, listen. Your heart is still ill. Your heart is not still. It's still ill. It's not just at some easy pill you take. Your heart is still ill because it's not still. You have to understand that your heart can many times not be very striving and feeling after God. Mm. Even Paul said in Acts that God's not even far off from us. And we can just feel after him. Wow. So the hugest thing is you may not feel him, but the scriptures don't let us know you have to feel after him it's not about you having this sensation and cares those things are good to have sometimes but there's many times in your life you're not going to feel god mm. your emotional agony is going to be so high just like jesus and say i do not want to drink this cup at all get this away from me mm, mm, mm. right that's how it's going to feel you feel what i'm saying bro yeah. like during the journey that's how it feels 
You don't want to give up the man. Get this cup out of my face, mm. right? But the hugest thing Jesus Christ lets us to know that He wants our hearts to be ever close to Him, right? And the hugest thing you have to understand for it to be close to Him that you have to stay immersed in the Word. Faith come by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Your faith don't come by signs and miracles and wonders. Those things are great, but the word of God lets us know faith comes by hearing the word of God. So in your place of rest, when you begin to try to let go, you have to be still to let go. So your heart can be ever close to him. I'm gonna pass it on. Listen, man. I don't know. We might have to do a part two introductory because <laughs> this is bananas, bonkers, crazy, ludicrous. <laughs> like this podcast right now, bro. It's setting me free. Deliver today. Deliver me, But all, all, all jokes aside, man. Listen, um, it is interesting that you talk about. The word, the word, the word, I, I think it's imperative. One of the scriptures that that my father, man, I thank God for my father, um, my natural father. He he told me one day that I when I was going through this journey with the Lord and he was delivering me and healing me, um, he gave me a scripture in Proverbs 30 and 5. He says that, the Lord says that every word is pure. Every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in him. And when I mean that, and it may not do much for anybody else, but what that scripture did for me was not only validate the character of God, but it validated the word of God. It helped me to understand that when I can't feel him, come on, go ahead now. Go ahead. Go ahead. When I can't see him. Oh, go ahead. His word <laughs> confirms that he is within me. Amen. Facts. That's facts. So while I was journeying with him, there was times, family, where I was like, God, what are you doing? Like, because like, yo, I was like, when I was journeying with him, I was journeying with him as well. Like, meaning that I was journeying. I was writing down things in my life that I experienced that I felt like did things within me that I thought I was never going to get over. Mm. And as I wrote that thing down and researched scriptures behind what the enemy was trying to lie and deceive me from thinking that God was not doing. Mm. Go ahead. Not only did it cover that those incidents and those situations by the blood of Jesus, but it replaced it with the truth of God's word. Yes. And we're it with the truth of who God is. Yes. And often, see, go, go ahead, man. And go I feel ahead, like man. sometimes Woo. we try to get delivered and we try to overcome yeah. without the word. Oh, without the word. Listen, without the word. You have to know that when, 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 God is breaking you out of something and you're getting delivered from something and you're like kind of dethroning something that was on your heart. You have to fill it with something else. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, the Bible says in Matthew mm-hmm. that there's seven, seven more demons. Yes. 
that are coming. There's more, yeah. That's stronger than the last one that left mm. to take over the place that you just kicked them out of. Mm. It is imperative mm -hmm. that as you take this journey with the Lord, that not only do you get the deliverance that you need, but that you fill it with his word. Yes. You fill that, that, that place with his word. True. It's imperative. So true. It's facts. Yo. It's facts. I want to, I want to, I want to, we're closing. I want to end with this scripture. Go ahead. Uh, because I, I don't want to get off the fact that you, you, you find, you, you can let go in the place of rest, which is extremely important. But this is how you get to the rest. This is how you discover the rest. Mm -hmm. This is how the rest is placed in front of you. Here it is. The book of Matthew, chapter 11, verse 28. It says, come unto me, mm -hmm. all who are weary. Yes. And heavy burden. Amen. Yes. And the Lord's promise Facts. is that he will give you rest. Yes. And I know some of you out there that are listening to me and Steph and just saying, like, the way how these guys are articulating and expressing their trust and belief in God is because we've been through a journey. We've been through something and we allow the Lord to heal us during that journey, to deliver us during that journey and give us real peace that is not dictated or influenced by any outside influence. Mm -hmm. The real, the type of peace that only comes from the Lord. Peace yes. that is unexplainable. Yes. That cannot be understood or fathomed by the human mind. Yes. Peace that only comes from the throne of God. Amen. The way that we got to this place was going to the Lord because we were weary and we were burdened. Yes. And because of that, we took on his yoke. Yes. We took on his burden Amen. because it was easy Amen. and light. Yes. Yo, welcome to the Journey Podcast. I really pray and I hope that this first episode really challenged some of y'all it helps some of y'all, and I pray that you guys join us on the next one. Let's.